It's time to seriously talk about being single. Hello everyone and welcome to Seriously Single. I'm your host Brianne Hogan and I'm single and I've been single for most of my adult life. And guess what? I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. Enough with the shame, sadness, and stigma. Let's claim and celebrate our single badass selves. Seriously Single is a show that dives into everything that's amazing about being single and even the things that aren't that amazing about being single. From dating to sex to finances to living alone, traveling solo to having your parents be your case of emergency to everything in between, we're going to get into it. So let's go. It's time to seriously talk about being single. Hi, and welcome to Seriously Single. I am your host, Brian Hogan, a relationships and dating writer who is single, seriously. So today I wanted to talk about being intentional with your single life. If you hear a little bit of chewing in the background, that's my cat. She's, she's having a little dinner right now. Yeah. And I have a cat toy on me. <laughs> anyway, yes, intentional. Intentional about your dating life. I was recently on a podcast, The Pleasure Provocateur with Lorray Bradbury, who will actually be on the show in the spring. And she had me on her podcast to talk about this podcast and being single. And it's a great conversation, by the way. So after you listen to this episode, look for it on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen to podcasts, because it's a really great conversation. And I share a lot and we talk about just our our mutual experience about being single and healing and all that good stuff. But anyway, on her show, she asked me for any tips about what it means to cultivate a meaningful, intentional life as a single person. And so I thought that was an amazing, insightful, great question. And it really got me thinking about like what I do and how I do it and why I do it and if I still do it. And like everyone else in in the world and in life, I I I think I I go through my ups and downs and I might have the best intentions for my life or the year or whatever and you know, I don't always follow through with them. And I thought about that recently. So when she asked me that question, I definitely knew how to answer her just based on my own experience and what I feel to be true. Then I had to like get real and ask myself, like, are you doing that though? Like, you know what to do and you know what's worked for you, but are you doing that? And sometimes it's really hard to be intentional with your life when you're just caught up in like work, right? Or the rat race and comparing yourself to other people, just kind of getting into like a routine like we all do, like, okay, I've got to do work, I've got to do this. And maybe you're on the dating apps. I'm still not, by the way, but maybe you're on the dating apps and you're just you're just kind of like going through life kind of habitually without any real intention and just kind of in survival mode. And maybe it's not like super obvious survival mode, but it's survival mode in the way that you're not actually consciously living a life of true purpose and intentionality. And I think our culture is built to do that like I think it's our culture is built to distract us from being fully intentional with our lives and I think it's up to us 
to do the work and to make our lives work for us and create them the way that we want them to feel like, to look like. And we owe it to ourselves to do that, whether or not you're in a partnership, which is, as you know, the whole point of this podcast. So yeah, that really gave me some food for thought. And I wanted to share my thoughts about how you create an intentional life, especially as a single person. It's totally different than creating one with a partner, although I wouldn't know that because I never have. Like, <laughs> so if anyone's going to know the answer to this question, it should be me. So let's go through what I think helps to create an intentional life. And what I mean intentional life is, again, one that aligns with you, your purpose, what's important to you, what lights you up, what feels fulfilling and nourishing and exciting. Because again, and I've reiterated this multiple times in this podcast, like I don't believe in being in anyone's waiting room. I don't think we should be waiting for a partner to enter our lives to make our lives a better one. We should always be with the intention of having a beautiful life and that the the partner is just merely like the cherry on top of the sundae and our life is the sundae. So how do we make our life feel intentional and one that feels like our own. So one I think is really knowing your values. Like what are your values? What is important to you? What are the things that you really need in order to feel safe, in order to feel like you, in order to feel like you're being nourished? And I think that allowing yourself the opportunity to really get honest about that and to get real and it's not like the values of your parents or the values of your family i think that can subconsciously or even consciously affect us and sway us i'm really talking about like what are your values like really what do you value in life is it creativity is it community like what is it that you truly value in your life so for me what I value is just that. I value creativity. I value community. I value pleasure. I value movement. I value connection. So those are the things that I try to have in my life every day because those things are what makes me feel like me and those are the things that make me feel most alive and very true to myself. And I feel like that's when my favorite Brienne comes out because that's another thing that I feel is kind of like the basis or like the byproduct of having an intentional life is like who is your favorite you like what's your favorite life and I feel like we think those things are only like small snippets of our lives like we can only have our favorite pieces just for a short amount of time or not every day or we save it for a special occasion it's like having that great new pair of pants or dress that you buy and you're like, okay, I'm only going to wear that on a special occasion. No, if that's the thing that's going to make you feel really good about yourself and really confident and just fully embodied, like that's what you should be wearing like now. You know what I mean? So that's why I think getting really honest about what's really important to you and not to judge yourself about what your values are. You know, like my value, for example, being pleasure a lot of people might shy away from that and be like, well, isn't that a little hedonistic? Isn't that a maybe a little indulgent? Well, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> and that's okay. Like, it's okay to feel that way or want to feel that way. So if you haven't already, journal it, 
ask yourself what are your values and and see how the, those things can be part of your life. And again, those values are going to change, I think, or they can. I don't know if they're going to change because I feel like sometimes our values, like, and I mean like the real personal ones that you really hold near and dear, I feel like they're inherent, but they may become even more clearer as the years and the more growth and development you do. So no, actually subtract years because people can be like 80 years old and they don't do shit on their self-work and awareness. But I think like, I think your values get more clear to you, as I said, when you do the work and you get to know yourself and you get to love and accept yourself more. And then you're like, you know what? Like, actually, I value pleasure. That is something that is really important to me. And maybe I shied away from that before and I didn't prioritize it. But now that I know how it makes me feel and how I really feel more connected to my soul when I do pleasurable things, then fuck yeah, I'm going to do that on a daily or regular basis, you know? So the next step then is incorporating activities that are related to those values or experiences and they don't have to be huge ones. Like they can be something as like community, for example. Community is really important to me. So it could be calling a friend. It could be texting a friend. It could be just sending like a funny gift to a friend over text. You know, it doesn't have to be always meeting up for dinner or doing an activity with other people. Although that's definitely what I also do. Like I try to incorporate going to dinner once a month with a good friend or joining tennis classes because I I like tennis and you know, working out, but I also really like having community. So I think it's like identifying your values and then finding those things in your life or that can be a part of your life to really make those values come alive and make you come alive through them. So pleasure for me, yes, it could be something like a massage. It could also be masturbation. I masturbate almost every day and it's something that makes me feel good and makes me feel in my body and that's really important to me. But pleasure can also be taking a bubble bath. I love bubble baths and I do try to take one at least once a week. I don't have them every day. I just, you know, I don't have that time, although I would love to, but you know, so it doesn't have to be this thing that you have to do every day, but it's remembering to prioritize those things so that you are doing it on a regular basis because you're worth it. And because those things are what makes you feel good, which I think is the whole point of of life anyway. I mean, not to spiritually bypass things, but I think feeling good about your life is a full-time job and I think it's a priority and so I think when you make your life an intentional one you're going to feel good because you're aligning yourself with what's important to you and what makes you feel like I said your best self so that's you know me maybe masturbating uh having a bath once a week it could also be you know just wearing something that makes me feel good that makes me feel cozy and soft and it's those really small things that really add up you know like it really does and it reminds you like when you do those things for yourself like you're being kind to yourself which is huge and it's something that single people really need to I think really emphasize I mean all people whatever the relationship status is should be kind to themselves but I feel like single people you know, we don't have anyone in our in our life in that intimate way to shower us with that kindness and affection. 
So we really need to double down and do it for ourselves. So that's why I think living an intentional life and making sure that like your life incorporates all the things that you value and adore makes you feel loved by you. So for creativity, which is a huge thing for me, I mean, I'm a writer and a podcaster. And so for me, it's writing almost every day, doing the podcast once a week, fills my cup that way. I have the newsletter, briannhogan.substack.com. And now I'm thinking of actually starting a YouTube channel, which is huge for me. So that was another thing where I was like, so once you kind of know like what your values are and what's important to you, that's going to grow. Like your ideas about how you can incorporate that in your life will start to expand. It's not like you're going to be on repeat. I mean, yes, of course, I love having a bath once a week. That's like almost a non-negotiable for me. Writing is another non-negotiable for me. So those are the things that I probably will always have in my life. But you can also include other things and get curious about, well, what other creative things am I feeling drawn to, you know? And how else might I incorporate creativity in my life, for example? Or, you know, movement is really important to me too. So that used to be doing Pilates and bar, which it still is. I love to do Pilates and bar on a regular basis, but just within the last few weeks, I've returned to doing dancing. Like I love to dance and I was dancing a little bit more during the pandemic and then I got away from it and I was feeling kind of like stuck in terms of like my energy and I'm a very like energy feely kind of person. Like I'm I feel energy and I and I just I need to like move through it and what I was doing in terms of physical exercise which is an important part of my life I wasn't it wasn't cutting it it wasn't cutting it it wasn't doing the job so I got the hit the intuitive hit that I needed to dance I needed to dance more and I've been just doing some stuff on YouTube like following some channels Mike Peel's hip hop workout is a really great way to dance and have some fun by the way but i i started to dance more and i love it or i just turn on some random like do a lipa olivia rodrigo songs and i'll start dancing and i just i have a lot of fun i feel fun i feel playful it makes me feel alive and it just like basically told me that like this is what i need to do in my life for now i mean again these things can change they can evolve But for whatever reason, dancing is something that I need to do to make me feel like me, to make me feel like my best self, to really feel like I'm being true to myself. So then I was like, okay, well, Brianne, maybe you should sign up for dance lessons. And if it's so important to you and it really makes you feel so good and that this is something that's just, you know, so connected to your soul, do something about it. Like be more intentional with it. So maybe do a class once a week you know? And so I, I think I'm, I'm going to start doing that. And that's another thing, like it's following those little intuitions, those little pings that some, some people call it when you're drawn to something. And I think following that helps lead you to living a more intentional aligned life. Because I think really, I mean, this is going to sound a little woo woo, but I don't care because I'm woo woo. And this is, this is the deal. Like when we follow that, like, I think then we are being called to be more in alignment with ourselves and what we need to experience in this lifetime and that way I think we are being more intentional with our lives when we follow those intuitive hits and we we do what we feel called to do 
even if it's for a short term doesn't really matter and that's another thing too like i think living an intentional life doesn't have to be that heavy i don't think it means that like it has to be connected to our purpose in life it has to be something that is really meaningful and that's really going to make a huge difference to the world i mean it can for sure but like me dancing for fun and dancing because it makes me feel good like that's just for me you know and it's not that deep it's just me you know like getting it on to like olivia rodrigo and Dua Lipa, but I was gonna say someone else, but I forgot who. It doesn't matter. It's just me in my Spotify playlist with with all these like amazing women singers. But anyway, that's just like for me. You know what I mean? And that's just like I don't know. Maybe it's gonna create a difference in the world at some point. I don't know. Maybe I'll write something about dancing. It doesn't matter though. That's not even like here or there. It's just me following the impulse because it makes me feel good. So I really do feel like when we're intentional, it doesn't have to be. Like I said, like super deep, you know, have to get all heady about it. It can just be what feels good for you and just for you. It doesn't have to be purpose driven. And actually, I think like the more heady we get into living an intentional life, it becomes more like a to-do list and a checklist. And I don't think that's the vibe. Like, again, like, as I said, I feel like you should always incorporate the things that are important to you in your life every day or at least once a week like the bubble bath but i don't think it should be a checklist i don't know about you but like i hate checklists like they're fucking boring and they feel like pressure and they feel like something you have to do and i think like the more we think we have to do something the less we're gonna do it and then that's when i think we get further away from the things that we love to do or the things that we really want to do because then they feel like chores and they feel like work and I think that's just the opposite of what it means to live fully aligned. So it's really just listening to yourself, your intuition, and doing things that feel easy to you. And because they make you feel joyful and they make you feel like your most favorite self, as I said. And if you're having trouble discovering what those things are, I mentioned in the podcast with Lorraine that a big thing is just to go back to what really lit you up as a child. Like, what are the things that you really enjoyed doing as a kid? Because, you know, kids are so intuitive. They're so naturally, like, they so naturally connect to what is intrinsic within you. Like, what's just innately there. So whatever I think you were naturally drawn to as a child and what was really fun to you and what really, like, made you curious and excited about life... If you're not doing any of those things now, I think you've got to start there because I think that's what holds the key to us fully living our truth. Because I think so many people who are in alignment, they're doing the things that they've always loved to do, you know? And again, it doesn't have to be career driven. Like a lot of people don't necessarily have a career that is connected to what they loved as a child. But I do think that those who are living more in alignment and intentionally are doing things that they did like as a child that does still excite them and that they do feel fulfilled on all levels. And actually, I mean, I would argue that their their career is probably rooted to one of their values, what I was just talking about. Like, I, I bet you dollars to donuts that what their career is, is, is very much connected and rooted to what they hold valuable in life. Because that's the thing, like, I think to have an intentional, fulfilling life, whatever your career is, it's going to be 
rooted in what you think is important and what makes you feel like true to yourself. And if you don't feel that way about your career, your job, I would feel then that it's not connected to your values at all. And it's not really then connected to who you truly are, you know? So yeah, inner child work. I mean, that's a whole thing that could be explored in therapy, but it can also be explored in journaling and just really meditating on, on that. And there's YouTube channels with inner child meditations but also just you know taking the time to think back when you're a kid and and getting honest and being like you know what like I really loved playing with rocks I loved getting dirty as a kid well maybe you need to go out in nature more maybe you need to incorporate hiking or rock climbing in your life more or you know maybe you loved painting as a kid and maybe you need to paint more maybe you need to take a class you know just these small things that I think really do add up to a really full and intentional life that feels good as I was saying and and it feels like you and it feels like you're having like a rich life because I think that's the point it's the point of having an intentional life is like it's rich it's nourishing it's fulfilling and I think as a single person when you have that life and you're living it it won't feel so lonely and also I mean this is not the point of it but like when you're so like in love with your life and you feel just so connected to what you're doing and to who you are, that's a natural aphrodisiac. Like that's a natural attraction factor. Like you're going to naturally magnetize someone into your life who's going to be more aligned with you because they're going to probably be living their intentional aligned life. And my God, isn't that like what we would want in a partner? Because they're so in love with their life and you're so in love with your life. And then you can be so in love together and you have this rich full life and you're just being like the cherry on top of everyone's or each other's Sundays you know what I mean so I think that's like the point of of our life and then as I said the byproduct of it is if you're seeking partnership I think you're going to attract someone who's living a similar life and my god like that's that would be a magical combination so as I said, though, like it, it is hard to do. And I've been struggling with that, too, because I've been getting into the habit of kind of being in a rotation and kind of in a routine and just getting things done and like getting the chores done and doing the laundry and just doing the freelancing projects that I need to get out of the way and going to the gym, which it's downstairs in my building, but you know what I mean, or working out in my living room. But and then it just becomes routine and then routine can be numbing. And then routine can feel like you're just not fully living. You're definitely not really living intentionally. So I really had to do an honest little chat with myself this week and be like, okay, you need to be more intentional with how you're spending your time and what is important to me. I had to ask myself that again and be like, okay, well then you need to intentionally make the time and create the time to include those things that make you feel like the most amazing, favorite, fulfilled you. Because that's that's the intentional life, Brianne. Like otherwise, you're just being a fucking robot, a cog in the machine. And that goes against like every single grain in my body. But we're all guilty of it. Like even if we have the best of intentions, we're all guilty of falling off the wagon. So that's why this week I was like, okay, like just be more clear and more intentional with how you're spending your time, which I think is kind of like the overall theme. And 
really getting clear as to what is important to me and then making sure that I'm doing that. I'm doing some aspect of that every day that I'm creating every day. I'm connecting every day. I'm moving every day. I'm experiencing pleasure every day. I'm having community every day in some form. And then at the end of the night, when you're being true to yourself and you are connecting to your values and you are doing those things for yourself, you go to bed and you're feeling like, wow, like what a great, fulfilling, satisfying day I had. And then I do think like the more that we are aligned in that way and we are being more intentional with our life, we're going to call in the big shit. We're going to call in the big opportunities. We're going to call in the big, deep, juicy friendships. We're going to call in the big, deep, juicy partnership if that's what we want. We're going to call in those big, amazing things because we're on the path and we're aligned to it. So I hope this helped. I hope this made sense. As I said, I'm on the path to, and I'm, I'm still trying to make sure that I'm being intentional with my time because I believe that I am deserving of, of an amazing life, which I believe is the same for you. And I want to make sure that I'm freaking squeezing every little ounce of it out every freaking day, you know, and not every day is going to be great. Not every day is going to be perfect. And, and there's beauty in all those bad, shitty days too. Don't get me wrong. And I really do believe that even though sometimes it doesn't feel that way. But I think we do need them in our life. But for the most part, I think having this intentionality behind like how we spend our time, what we're creating in our life, what we're cultivating, I think that's the magic sauce. And I want to be committed to it more. You know, I'm going to be committed to really doing that for myself. Because I think I just want to be filled up you know, with life. So that's, that's where I'm at. And those are my tips. Thank you for being here today. If you want to rate and review the show, please do. That would really help the show. It really helps it to grow and expand and reach more single people in this world. If you'd like to hear more or read more, I should say, if you want to read more about my life and my dating adventures and essays, please subscribe to my newsletter at substack brianhogan.substack.com and you'll get to read this week's newsletter which is actually an essay that is no longer available on the internet because where it was published 10 years ago that site exojane rip it, it no longer exists but i saved the essay and i'm going to share the essay this week it's the only place you're going to be able to ever read this essay because like i said it does not exist on the internet and it's about Pooping. Pooping in front of your partner for the first time. Not in front, like, you're not, like, dropping trowel in front of your partner. It's not, like, I mean, not that there's any judgment about that. Like, it it can be a kink, whatever, but that's not what I mean. I mean, just, you know, you're, like, going to the bathroom. You're, You're dropping number two in the vicinity of a partner for the first time. And I talk about my experience with that and how embarrassing it is because it is. I mean, everybody poops, but it's still an embarrassing thing to happen and I feel like it's kind of like a rite of passage that you need to experience and just get over but I don't think a lot of people talk about it so I did in this essay that was published in 2014 and I am republishing it on my Substack this weekend so subscribe there for essays like that too and I'll be back next week with a guest until then read my essay about poop okay I'm out <laughs>